How's it going guys? It's CryptoBud here for today. In today's analysis and question I want to ask is why Dash is superior to Bitcoin? And yes, I said it. First of all, in this video, you're going to take a look at this fundamental question about what is going to replace Bitcoin, what is going to take over the spot, and why that's the case. So number one, Dash. What is Dash? Why masternodes matter? What are Dash strengths and weaknesses? And we're going to talk about the fundamental one, which is going to be PayPal versus Dash. Now, I know you guys are probably saying to yourself, Litecoin, how can Dash replace Bitcoin? And I'm going to put my I'm going to pound my fist here because I'm going to really talk about Dash. Um, part two of my analysis was that when I called Dash um, a couple of months ago, Dash, it, it doubled since then. Um, and I gave my technical part perspective of Dash, but I know now that the upcoming changes that Dash is going to be doing in the next couple of months is going to be huge. So let's go ahead and do this video first. Um, this is going to be a part one of that, of that video. And what you'll find is next couple of days, I'm going to start putting together part two to strengthen the argument about Dash. So here we go. Dash is a cryptocurrency uh, classified as a currency that is going to be used that rivals off of Bitcoin. It is, was originally started in April of 2014 by Evan Dudfield. And within three years, um, Dash has regained not only the top 10 mark, but still holding for three years. It is actually a fork of Bitcoin. Uh, so the code and everything with it is, is very much the same. Now, um, Dash has the very very um, good currency uh, supply in that it's only 18 million million coins out and there will only be 18 million coins out currently dash only has 7.4 um, million coins and I'll talk a little bit about um, that number actually being a little lower uh, it is a proof of work uh, for dash which means that you do have to mine the coin so there is no such thing as changing dash or making it into a proof of stake where they have to earn interest etc etc that is only 18 million max and that is it uh, privacy is definitely there it is optional however so you can always switch privacy on or off depending on what you want it is very hard to track transactions with track because of privacy it enables people to make transfers without having a third party look at that look at that one uh, the name is Dash. It was originally started as Dark Coin, and they switched that to Dash now to make it called Digital Cash. And um, transaction fee is very minimal. Along uses the X11 algorithm, and block times is 2.5 minutes, and it's definitely scalable. Okay. A couple of things about Dash. Number one is that it is actually ranked by volume. It is ranked, um, if I actually do this by volume, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ranked nine. However, if you do it by market cap, it's a little higher than that. Um, the reason why I'm going to do it by volume is because I think that um, one of the drawbacks with doing market cap by market cap is that you're not really taking into consideration the liquidity of it. And one of the main problems we've been having with these cryptocurrencies is that volume needs to be there for it to be widely adopted. And so that's the reason why I'm going to rank Dash um, still is within the 10 if I don't count Tether. 
um, it's going to be within my top 10 by volume. Now, again, if you take a look at on coin market cap, Dash is, is definitely a little higher than that um, by market cap, but I think it's only fair to say just because compared to Bitcoin and Ethereum, if you want to play with the big boys, you have to have that amount of volume. So Dash, unfortunately, is sitting at 48.977 million. That's not too shabby. However, compared to Bitcoin, which is sitting at 1.4 billion and Ethereum at 1.6, Dash does not compare. Even with Litecoin, which is 441 million. So 10 times Litecoin, like underneath 10 times and obviously a lot more. Now, here's the thing, guys. When you're looking at cryptocurrencies, you don't really want to look at always just price. Price is very, very uh, misleading. That's not to say you shouldn't look at it completely, but if I'm looking at Bitcoin, I say, oh my goodness, Bitcoin's so expensive. You got to look at the coin supply. Now, Ethereum right now is taking number one in terms of volume, and it's rightfully so. It's been doing it phenomenally well. So when I look at coins, I look for at least cracking that $1 billion club. And when it's in that $1 billion club, I know that there's let's say not as much manipulation as you're going down the line the second thing i also look for is liquidity because especially if you're operating on a cryptocurrency you need some sort of liquidity because that's what currencies are really the more li liquid your currency is the more in high demand it's going to be and the higher price it's going to command now i'm gonna have to scratch out ethereum for now because ethereum is technically not a currency it's a it's a token so if you take a look at the market cap, so Bitcoin's coming in first with obviously 1.4 billion. Litecoin's coming in second. We skip Ripple, because, well, because technically Ripple is still kind of a currency. Well, we're going to keep Ripple in there. Uh, Ethereum Classic, we scratched out. Tether, we're not going to use because that's just there to placehold. EOS, uh, same idea. BitShares, and now you're left with Dash and Zcash and Stratus. So looking at this specifically, I think that Dash is in a very unique position in that it's very very um, um basically overlooked very similar to monero and so when people are focusing on litecoin people are focusing on bitcoin i do believe that dash has a lot of potential to move up just considering that it's so far away from what the normal is in this case litecoin okay all right so let's let's kind of move on a little bit dash is going is a privacy centered digital currency with instant transactions so what it really is is that the term dash it's called digital cash and the great thing about it is that number one it is based off the bitcoin blockchain so number one they i like the fact that they have proof of work the second thing i like is that they also have this idea of max currency cap and and if you remember from my other videos i was talking about investment thesis like for example you do want to look for coins that have permanent um, coin supply caps coins that have unlimited inflation or who have don't have caps it's really no different than fiat currency especially if you have a central body governing that part and remember the reason why you all went into crypto it wasn't because crypto has this great technology that can send money back and forth between different banks and yeah that's part of it but the real reason why people went to crypto is because they didn't want to deal with fiat and fiat has this inherent problem being manipulated by a central governing body specifically a, a government and also crypto um, has the ability to cap the coin so if you remember why we everybody got so enamored with bitcoin was because of that. i think people are forgetting that especially when now with the ethereum um, apps coming out and everybody looking at ethereum as oh the next big thing but remember that although right now it is it is capped at 90, 90 million plus for ethereum currencies which people are not looking at 
are i think my opinion more valuable especially until these apps come out so what you're paying for really that premium that's happening for bitcoin really it's because of the scarcity of the coin now you can make an argument for gold but when you combine cash that has digital it's a digital currency and you include scarcity and you include as a method of payment i mean that's why bitcoin's at two thousand dollars right now it's worth more than gold so anyway moving along with dash i think dash is definitely hitting all areas in the right spots and again the market is definitely lagging it in terms of identifying why dash is going to be an important play but i do believe that although bitcoin is king dash is an upcoming runner and litecoin it's supposed to be silver to, to bitcoin i think that dash is definitely overlooked now the other thing is that it has a two-tiered network and what that means is that not only can you do anonymous transactions but basically it operates and functions like cash as a store of value and also as a tool to get out there now in my last video i did it with monero monero has very similar features but dash makes it even better because not only does it have the privacy part to it but it also has these things called instant transactions which i think you can also get eventually but dash is actually the first one to kind of kind of push that out the second thing is that uses this mixing protocol from this idea of using what called master nodes or these network of servers that allow the instant network the instant transactions to occur now this is actually huge guys because aside from pivx there really isn't any other coin out there that has not only done the master node correctly but also has used it efficiently in such a way that they they get everything going so i'm going to talk a little more about you know their their um, how they use the master notes and whatnot in a bit but keep that in mind because bitcoin does not have that litecoin does not have that monero does not have that all right so with that said let's talk about the first part so why are nodes master notes important so going along that line about master notes i want to really kind of stress this really carefully master nodes are the key feature for dash and you could say that the reason why we're in the mess right now with bitcoin is because we don't have a great governing system that can agree to changes that need to be done at the right time what the master nodes do really are three things and i think these are the most important ones that i think are going to really propel dash forward and it it, and it's going to set it apart away from some of the other coins in the near future number one it has these instant sense now the instant sense technology is not revolutionary. I mean, you've got things like Litecoin, which can technically still do it within a matter of minutes. If you're talking about seconds, Litecoin can kind of maybe do it, but Litecoin right now still is a little bit short on that. Now, in regards to instant send, if you pay for instant send using a master note, so there's an extra fee that you pay for, for it, you can basically get confirmed within four seconds. That's very, very good for merchants so if you are the one using dash payments and you want this thing to be confirmed quickly you can press on that instance and and then the minute you can actually get that within four seconds almost equivalent of swiping a credit card at a pos system or a point of sale this is huge because not even litecoin has that instant send feature now you can argue litecoin now has segwit to kind of move it forward but the fact that it's not only branded and the fact that you can actually pay into it i think sets it apart and allows dash to carve a niche in the microtransaction um, space the second thing is the private send and I, I really like this private send because it gives you the opportunity to choose between what's private and what's not now although monero has that dash 
allows you to do that in certain situations. So I can think of certain situations where privacy needs to be done in certain situations where privacy does not need to be done. So for example, if you want to send out something out to, let's say, a friend, and you don't want it to be completely private for, for let's say, for whatever reason, um, or let's say a transaction where you want a third party to verify those confirmations, then you also want to turn that off. Now, in terms of privacy, there's three coins literally that can do that. Well, four coins, really. It's Dash, it's Pivx, it's Zcash, and Monero. And so with that said, I think privacy is going to be very important in the near term as blockchain becomes adopted mainstream. The other one is going to be the governance in the treasury. Right now, currently, all stakeholders are allowed to direct the project using a very specific governance system. And pretty much the 10% of all the block rewards are provided for development. And I can't emphasize enough how that how important that is. That 10% block or reward allows Dash to really put some money, especially when the price is so high for Dash, to go ahead and fund things that perhaps are going to expand Dash's reach. And I think that uh, Litecoin doesn't have that, right? Litecoin, you know, Charlie Lee has to go out there, you know, ask for donations and whatnot. And I think for the long-term viability of the project, this actually attracts a lot of um, new development and money to pay off all these all these programmers and these developers. As of March of 2017, the annual budget is $6.7 million. And it's not even a startup company yet. So if you kind of think about it, as the price of Dash keeps on going higher, they're going to have higher annual budgets, which is definitely very sustainable, especially if they want to stay in the running. I mean, they can pay a Coinbase off. They can pay other people off to use their merchants. They can go in and partner up with Visa. I mean, literally that 6.7, assuming they don't waste it in stupid things, um, they could definitely do that. Um, the other one is going to be um, the users are rewarded for writing masternodes. So um, pretty much... 45% of the rewards allocate to pay the Masternode network, which is very expensive as it scales. So right now, a lot of the coins have not really addressed the scalability issue. And I bring this up a lot because right now, Bitcoin is facing that same problem about where they get their funds from. If you're getting your money from transactions, you're always going to be, your incentives are a little bit going, are going to be for your own self-interest, not in the sense of getting that coin out there for mass adoption. So I think Dash's 45% reward to pay the master network is good enough in, sen in the sense that it allows people to remove themselves from a conflict of interest of having to try to pay the miners uh, money and having the miners hold up the entire system just because they get paid so much for these transaction fees. So I don't think Dash is ever going to have the same problems as Bitcoin. I think what you're seeing right now for the August 1st, it's really a reflection of the poor governance system that they have. And I think we need to kind of take that into consideration when we're investing in Bitcoin and taking a look at Dash as a viable alternative in the event that things go worse in the future. Now, this is really important. The masternodes, because they do that, they actually pay out an 8% re return on 1000 Dash. So for every masternode that you're actually running, you get basically 6.97 Dash or about $1,360 in July. So really what it comes down to is that um, for every 1000 Dash that you have, you're going to get an 8% return yearly. 
And when I look at that number, I'm, I'm jumping up and down because literally it's a lot higher than what you're getting right now at the stock market. I mean, sure, granted, we've had a nice stock market return, but this is almost like a dividend payment plan. And if you are one of those lucky people who had a Dash Masternode at the very early on, I mean, you're going to be sitting real good. So not only are you benefiting from the price appreciation, but you're also benefiting from that percent return. Now, a lot of people I know are trying to jump in on the Masternode bandwagon right now with some of the other secondary coins like Pivx. But I'm going to tell you right now that, you know, for this to actually keep on going, this 8% return obviously is going to decrease. So there, there is a deflationary return on this at some point because of the coin market cap, of the, of the coin supply cap that they have. However, the price of, the, of Dash should keep on rising to offset these reductions. But the point I'm trying to make here, guys, is that people have an incentive to run the masternodes. If you are a large investor and you have a lot of money, and right now 1,000 Dash will it's probably going to take you $160,000 to run a masternode. What's going to happen is that you're going to be very, very, you're going to be, you're going to be forced to hold that because that 8% return along with Dash appreciating is worth a lot more than selling Dash at its current price and trying to play the market or whatnot. So I really like this. Now, other coins have tried copying it. I mean, you've got things that, um, that have tried to kind of copy Dash's um, system other other you know so I think I think this is really good especially maintaining that master and I'll talk about the master note chart in a bit all right now let's talk about the float real quick this is huge because for those guys who don't know about this the master note count really comes down to two things number one as the price of dash goes up it gets more expensive to run a master node and what really what that means is that if you don't have enough master nodes you can say wait a minute then how am I going to run the network if I don't have enough masternodes or servers to process these transactions? And the answer to that question is that it doesn't really matter because the people who are buying these masternodes who are actually starting it up, they have actually continued getting masternodes. And so if you take a look at April of 2017 till now, the masternode count has just keeps on going higher even though the price is going higher, which means that people are actually buying into it. And my thing on it is that if it gets mass adoption, $160,000 for Dash right now for a masternode is a drop in the bucket. And what's going to happen is that you're going to get more people coming in with larger funds and holding these masternodes together. Now, at some point, what's going to happen is that it will plateau because the price of Dash is going to be so high that maybe some people are going to get priced out. But from the looks of it right now, the masternode count is there. Now, remember that for every masternode that you have to have, they're forcing you to hold 1,000 Dash in collateral. So let's take a look at the numbers real quick. The 1,000 Dash, you multiply by 4,600 um, coins. Okay, so if you look at, um, you get 4.6 million Dash um, that's going to be out. Okay, so pretty much that number that I came up with was you're required to hold 1,000 Dash okay, out per node. Now you have 4,600 nodes out. So that means there's 4.6 million Dash there out of circulation. Now the total circulation where for Dash is 18 million, just a little side note, um, Bitcoin is running very close to that number. And I forget exactly what that number is, it's around 18, 19 million, 19 million coins. So regards, uh, if you're comparing Bitcoin with Dash, they basically have the exact same coin cap. Current circulation, if you subtract this 4.6 um, million dash from that 7.4 you only have a 2.8 a million coins out there now let's just do the math a little bit right 2.8 million coins is almost nothing that means their total amount in circulation really it's all 
majority of it's really tied up, which makes it a total of 15% out of that entire 18 million that's actually out in circulation. And just to kind of let you know that they've kept the inflation rates down. So what's going to really happen really is that these master nodes are really the ones causing, I think, the price to go up because they're the ones holding it. So you have a very large long-term investor holding. Now you can argue that yes, these master nodes, they can unload everything one day and all of a sudden you get a flood of coins out there. But even then, even then, even the float is still lower than what Bitcoin is right now. And Bitcoin's trading at 2000 while Dash is trading at 166. So in terms of scarcity, Dash is the most scarce is the most scarce coin right now just because of the, the, the master nodes that's holding that entire float back. So remember, why do you invest in currency? You invest in currency not because it's the most popular thing, right? Although the US dollar is the most popular currency, the fact of the matter is the reason why people got into Bitcoin was because it was scarce and fiat currency does not offer that. So when you're looking at a 2.8 million coin circulation because of the master nodes on top of the 18 million which is on par with bitcoin you can tell that the only thing dash needs now is value all right so let's talk about the strength and weaknesses for dash real quick number one it has privacy number two it has scarcity number three it has potential mass adoption which is going to be huge and the fourth one is these master nodes on the weaknesses which i think are going to be huge is that it, ha it lacks coinbase uh, support in any of the major exchanges which allows it to convert to fiat currencies now i'm talking about gemini for the us i'm talking about coinbase i'm talking about chinese um, money going into dash if dash can figure out a way to overcome this it's going to not only take out bitcoin i think it's going to get it's going to go higher than bitcoin the other weakness is going to have is that it's going to have daily low daily volume and again that's tied back to the lack of the coinbase um uh, support and also to the exchanges what dash needs to do is get up to the exchanges and allow people to exchange cash for dash at that point you're going to create that bridge and you're going to get that price appreciation the fiat to dash currency support even if you don't use coinbase is a hassle and so that's one of the main weaknesses that i think is holding the price back because people can't visualize it as a mass adoption because of that problem and the last thing is that it's competing with some of the big boys um, we're talking about litecoin bitcoin monero and zcash however i do feel that bitcoin litecoin do have their respective spaces but i think that dash is superior in my opinion to things like Zcash and Monero. And I think if it gets mass adoption, it will overtake Litecoin for sure. Now there's this a lot of talk right now about PayPal versus Dash. Oh, PayPal, Dash is gonna go head to head with PayPal and all that. And, and let me let me just kind of talk about a couple of things here. Number one is let's talk about PayPal really quick. Dash is trying to be the next PayPal for 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 crypto. And if it does that, it's going to explode. Now, the first thing with PayPal is that it, it has, number one, has branding, and number two, has wide adoption. So if you go on to basically any sort of kiosk or you want to pay in PayPal, um, you're going to have that ability to pay with PayPal, especially online. It's really that wide adoption that allows PayPal to be extremely, extremely good. Now, the, the problem here is that PayPal uses fiat currency that depreciates. And it's really not fiat currency. PayPal is just a tool to get dollars into PayPal from your bank and then into the merchant. So you're really not paying. So I don't think it's an accurate comparison when Dash is trying to be the PayPal because PayPal is not even a currency. There's no PayPal coins. And the last thing is PayPal, just because it's a tool, it is a market valued at $67 billion. Just to kind of give you guys. So $67 billion compared to the market cap of the entire crypto space, which is $80 billion. 
for a tool that allows a fiat currency. So just to kind of give you a little perspective about what we're dealing with here. Now, Dash is, has no mass adoption. So unfortunately, that's one of the drawbacks. We're still in the early stages. And I highlight in red because I know that this is the only thing holding Dash back. And also Bitcoin, but Bitcoin actually has some adoption, actually, if you think about it, uh, more so than any of the other currencies. That's why I think that's the reason why Bitcoin is so expensive is the ability to have wide adoption. It actually has a digital currency that appreciates while Dash does, while PayPal doesn't. And the other one is that not only is Dash a currency, but it's going to be a tool with the release of, with, with, the, with the release of the evolution wallet. Dash is trying to go head on with that now again they got to fix this problem with coinbase and with obviously these exchanges however the market cap's only 1.2 billion so what you're getting for dash versus what the potential is sure what if dash never gets to paypal's you know market cap but what if it does what if for one second paypal moves um dash gets some of the attributes for paypal and then some the game changers in my opinion is going to be two Number one, the evolution wallet. If the evolution wallet takes off like it's supposed to do and becomes like the next PayPal, that's stage one. The next stage is at getting Coinbase support or any of the other exchanges where they can allow fiat currency to go tr transfer directly, maybe in the wallet itself. And I can almost guarantee you at that point that Dash is going to be valued almost the same as Bitcoin or potentially more because it owns, um, has many more features that we're not even thinking about at this point. All right, guys, so this is part one. This is the end of part one. If you like the video, press like and subscribe. What I'm going to do is part two, and I'll talk a little bit about some of the catalysts and some of the technicals going along with Dash and why Dash is still considered a compelling, compelling buy. Thank you, Crypto Buyout.